Hear that? That. Seriously, that. Yes, the quiet. Compared to 25 years living in Manhattan, the jackhammers, the construction, the honking, the sirens, people walking down the street cursing on a speakerphone. Who does that? Up here, it's different. I can hear birds chirp, donkeys bray, leaves rustle. I can hear myself think. Sure, there are car engines and gunshots, but sometimes it's the neighbor wheeling by on a tractor. Solitude is the joy of being alone. Once in a while, I'm up here for a day by myself, and I walk our dog, Nora, up our little road. Maybe I'll bump into a neighbor, a worker, a jogger, or a driver. We'll exchange the country wave or a brief chat. But most of the time, it's just me and the view of the farms, the orchard, Route 9 in the background, the Catskills in the distance. Just me and the world. I'm Matt Zucker, and this is City It, learning to live and love life in the Hudson Valley. Episode 12, Solitude. Well, to be honest, there are pros and cons. Let's first do the good bits. Did you hear the podcast on NPR called Quiet, the Power of Introverts? It was great. It talks all about the benefits when we listen more than just talk, talk, and talk. First, I find the solitude of living here great for creativity. City It, as a project, came from my ability to focus, outline the concept, butts with the Anchor app, and roll out the first episode and make it happen. And then there's another favorite activity, hiking with Nora at Claremont Historic Site, overlooking the Hudson River. Me and Nora, her chasing the lawn, and me taking in the view, or even just sitting on our bench by the creek. I can feel my mind both completely unwind, yet also wrap around problems that have been bugging me. Solitude also has a physical impact. Stress level can go down, mine sure has. Silence brings down your blood pressure, which is good for your heart, like Cheerios. Gazing at the animals on the neighbor farms, however, is my favorite way to experience solitude. I'm alone, but I'm there watching 40 sheep hang out together, guided by the donkeys. They're beautiful, not bright, but beautiful. Like cows, they hang out together, thick thieves. So while solitude might be my thing, it certainly is not theirs. And the thing is, in solitude, you can actually hear more. Donkeys bray, woodpeckers peck, creepy coyotes yip. Last night, we even heard owls coo. Solitude, of course, is more than quiet. It's the isolation. Alone in your house up here, or say on a Monday, which is the equivalent of a holiday with restaurants closed, you just don't see a lot of people. One day can feel like two days. Two days is a week. So when you see others, whether it's at a store or a gas pump, you appreciate them much more. You also build relationships with government employees like our mail mail carrier, Luke. He comes by at 4 p.m. with a smile in our mail like clockwork. Unless they're also packages, and then he comes earlier also, around 2. Then there's Al, who works on the nearby properties, and stopped his pickup yesterday to ask me why we don't park in our garage. He thinks it's the craziest thing. I was like, well, Al, we do sometimes when it's really cold. But he wouldn't have it. Why have a garage if you don't use it, he was saying. I really needed a good reason. So finally I tried, well, Al, we only have one car, so we're constantly sharing it coming in and out. He thought that was interesting, but I can bet you 100 clams it's going to come up again. What are the tools you need for solitude? Well, TV and internet, of course. But I think the real secret asset in solitude is music. One great album that my husband Brian recommends is by Bon Iver, called For Emma, Forever Ago. Justin Vernon, the singer-songwriter, spent three months isolated in a cabin in Wisconsin recording it. Every art director listened to this for five years. You could listen to this album all winter and not get bored of it. Our friend Liz was visiting for New Year's and suggested another song, I'm So Lonely I Could Cry by Hank Williams Jr. But after listening to it, we realized it's just awful and you'll want to cry alone. Mm-hmm.
Okay, let's now do the dark side of solitude. First, if I'm alone too long, I start muttering to myself. I'm not even talking to Nora per se. It's not a two-way conversation, more of a non-amusing, non-sequitur lecture on minutia that no one signed up for, including me. Second, up here, you're nicer to people that you wouldn't be in the city. I'm not saying I wouldn't talk to Luke or Al in the city, but I probably wouldn't get into the backstory that I tend to do. It'd be far more of a transactional relationship, like an Uber driver. I'd give you four to five stars, but I wouldn't be telling you about my back problems or property flood problems or gossip about the neighbor renovating that house bought at auction. Third, if you realize there's something you need, the store is 20 minutes away. Worse, the container store is two hours away. Fourth, there are things that you simply can't fix or build alone. I'll say start a project that I don't finish because I need help. Last week, I was relabeling all our containers for storage, but needed shelves for the goat shed to put them up on. I wasn't sure how to get shelves. I went to the hardware store and said, do you have shelves? The guy said, yes, in aisle three. But all I found there were boxes of shelves, as if I would bring home the pieces and somehow magically put them together. It would take me four days, and who knows if I even have the tools in my red toolbox. More likely, I would put them half together on their side and leave it to rot as a vertical sculpture. It's not like there's task rabbit up here. Lastly, Brian says that people can get up in themselves up here in the solitude, that they forget to reach out and it becomes self-induced loneliness. You don't want solitude to turn into loneliness. They're two different things, but it could. So our action list for maximizing the benefits of solitude is pretty straightforward. Number one, enjoy it. It's good for you, your creativity and your health. Take a break from the internet and go for a walk. Two, plan ahead. Schedule regular activities. Stick to a schedule. Plan ahead for the quiet days like Mondays and Tuesdays. Three, find a community. Balance solitude with people. Recognize someone else is probably going through the same thing, so break the ice. Four, get a pet. Nor is a good companion in the quiet and a bridge to nature, people, other animals, and the landscape. Watching her happily run outdoors in this space just lifts me. The philosopher Sartre had another way to look at it. He said, if you're lonely when you're alone, you're in bad company. Thanks for listening. Download the Anchor app and send me a voicemail. From the Hudson Valley, I'm Matt Zucker, and this is Cityit. Come visit. Cityit now has a page on Facebook. Just type in facebook.com slash Life. You can help share comments and ideas for upcoming episodes. Please also rate and review us in the Apple Store and support our sponsors. And be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Matt Zucker. Thanks for listening.